Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning. We'll discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings, trailer, thoughts, trailer reviews, and all of that fun stuff. But of course today, I'm going to be finally discussing the sixth episode of What If, entitled What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark. Now it's been a few days since the episode has been out, and I do apologize for taking this long, over two days, to get out this spoiler review. But since it has been a few days, this won't be a full breakdown of the episode, and just... I'm just going to be going on about my thoughts, maybe referencing a few things here and just going through the plot and going as quick as I can, giving my general thoughts, because again, it has been like two whole days, even more now actually, since the episode released. So, but with that said, again, if you haven't seen the episode, full spoiler warning, click off and come back once you have seen the episode, but this won't be a full breakdown, just mainly my thoughts on this sixth episode of What If. And let's get started right now talking about my thoughts on this sixth episode of What If, again entitled, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark. Now going into the show, this is one of my most anticipated episodes because I love Eric Killmonger, portrayed magnificently by Michael B. Jordan. And I really love Tony Stark's origin story. I love the first Iron Man. So kind of changing that around to make it fit this story and maybe having a lot of Michael B. Jordan interacting with Tony Stark, obviously, it's not Robert Downey Jr., but I love the idea of all of that. And I was super excited for this episode. And once it was announced on their social media that this would be the episode, I was incredibly excited and looking forward to seeing it when it, you know, would really, when it was going to release on Wednesday. But I have to say that I was unfortunately pretty let down with this episode. Now, looking over social media, it seemed like a lot of people still really enjoyed the episode despite, you know, a lot of the problems I had. So I might have been in the minority thinking that this was a pretty underwhelming episode of the show. So yeah, I guess it seems like I'm in the minority, so don't take this as, oh, this is a bad episode. But I personally was pretty underwhelmed by it, and I don't really know what I was expecting. But it just took a direction that I didn't really see coming, but also felt like the easiest direction to go. Now, watching this episode... Right from the get-go, the way he's acting, the way people are suspecting, you know that there is something this guy wants other than just, you know, he didn't just help Tony Stark just to help Tony Stark. There's something deeper that he wants here. And it seems like it's revealed later in the episode, again, full spoilers, that he kind of planned for all of this to happen, Tony Stark becoming friends with him, making basically uh, that, that, you know, anime... Um, figure into like you know the into like a real iron man sort of model but that's controlled by ai and actually the reference to you know i love anime is actually a reference to michael b jordan in real life so i thought that was kind of cool but aside from the personal touch we got in there this episode again the way the story played out the way we had claw played by andy circus who i love andy circus i love that he showed up in here but the way that michael b jordan's killmonger his plan ties into him and how he basically planned everything ends up killing him anyway again feels reminiscent with black panther but also feels so contrived from a writing standpoint like there's a lot of times in this show so far where i've been like i can buy it because the way the episode set up the way this episode is set up the how he just planned everything and the amount of conveniences and the amount of things that would need to happen for him to be able to go here for me it just felt like a stretch like he was relying on him becoming friends with tony stark who's a douchebag and wouldn't, you know, just take everyone as just their friend, right? So I felt like there were just too many, again, moments in this where it felt like they were just like 
just stretching my credulity a bit and believing that the story could play out the way it did. Furthermore, the episode was just extremely rushed. Just like this similar this episode, the one I can compare it to the easiest that we've had so far is episode one, the one with Captain Carter, which is which is probably the only other episode in the show which I was actually really let down by. So overall, so far we've had six episodes, and I've really liked four out of the six of them. So at least this show is still having a decent track record. But this show, this episode, while not necessarily bad, I just expected more from personally. So again, that might just been my expectations going in. But it just didn't really get. I didn't ever really get invested in this episode. I was just waiting for it to kind of finish and just do it, play out its story. And it felt like by the end of it. It came to such an abrupt ending. So where we have Killmonger pretty much, he basically learned that, yes, he did does indeed turn on Tony Stark when he's trying to get the vibranium from Claude and make this mechanized suit. He kills Rhodey, who I like seeing in this episode. Kills T'Challa, even. Who I also like seeing more of Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, the Black Panther. That was really cool. But he gets killed. And then he goes back to the Stark compound, or the, yeah, the... The, the mansion, I guess, that he had in Iron Man 3. And he basically, again, basically kills... He kills Tony Stark, too. And there's this mystery about what happened. Even though both times some characters have been killed, Killmonger was there twice. And a lot of people like Pepper are suspecting him. Even Happy's there. That was kind of cool. So it was just... It just felt a bit too convenient. And a bit like some of the characters in the story were playing dumb to the fact that these characters just died and there's been a constant in both situations who just came out of nowhere and rescued someone and you're just going to trust them like that. So we learned that he did know the attack was coming and he was just stopping him to basically become friends with Tony Stark, get this model made and get it to invade Wakanda basically. But then he gets, yes, he's going to go warn Wakanda as, you know, um, um, King T'Chaka's nephew so that he believes him and then he's the one who also takes down this army of robots they create. I don't know if what I said makes sense, but stop this army of robots that he's made with Tony Stark, at least started to make enough that other people could come in and pretty much mass produce them, and he was going to stop them. And I'm fine with the general idea of this plot, but again, it just feels as smart as Killmonger is, as good of a villain as he was in Black Panther, I still bought the way his plan was going in that movie. Again, he was taking it on a very global scale, but for that movie it worked. For this episode, I was not given enough time to buy into his plan and just the way these double, triple crosses have to work and him acting like he's working for one person, working for another, while also not really working for them. It felt like there was too much going on in this episode. And this was one of the shorter episodes. I think it might have been like, might have been the shortest so far. And the last thing I'll discuss is the ending of this episode was extremely abrupt. Comes to an end where Shuri figures out that Killmonger killed Tony Stark, and Pepper already knew that. So the ending is just them going to try and expose Killmonger, and that's just where it ends. We don't even get, get to see Killmonger's first stages as to doing his plan of you know helping the entire world by giving them vibranium, which is a very compelling argument to have and could be really compelling to you know follow in a movie and really get into. But episode just didn't allow allow for enough time for us as an audience to really get into that. I know I've complained about this episode a lot. There was actually quite a bit I really liked. Firstly, I really liked the opening scene where we had Killmonger rescue Tony Stark. I love that scene. I love that 
we got kind of a re uh, a recreation of that here. Uh, there were parts of the score which were really great, like we've had with every episode. Michael B. Jordan's fantastic on this episode, as he pretty much always is. I love seeing John Favreau back as happy. I think he came back for it. I could be wrong though. And again, a lot of the appearances by characters I absolutely loved, like I already said. So there is a lot to like in this episode. I'm not spending too much time on it because my general feeling walking out of this was pretty underwhelmed and just leaving and thinking like I didn't really enjoy that all that much. And I was pretty let down. This episode is basically a mixture of the first Iron Man, except heading headed in a direction where Tony Stark never went on a cave, combined with Black Panther if Killmonger actually succeeded as planned. But we don't actually get to see that plan play out. And the most interesting thing about this episode, to me, was the potential of seeing his plan play out. As soon as he introduced, you know, we found out he was going back to Wakanda and he was actually going to go through with what he wanted to go through with in Black Panther. Although we saw what actually ended up happening because he basically swayed T'Challa to agree with him, we never got to see Killmonger's version of that. And I was super excited for it. And when there were a few minutes left in this episode, I actually looked at the clock and thought, there's only a few episodes left. How are they going to wrap all of this up? And they just don't. And I get the idea of cliffhangers. And pretty much all the cliffhangers we've had so far, I've loved. I haven't been like, oh, I wanted more. This episode, I really needed more for me to leave go leave feeling satisfied with experiencing this, with the story that they, that they just told. And unfortunately, I just didn't. And I was left kind of let down. I don't want to say it's a fully a bad episode or anything. But I did expect a bit more, and that's a bit underwhelming. So that's my thoughts on episode six of What If. I don't want to stretch this out any much longer. But if you want to let me know your thoughts, make sure to send in a voice message on Anchor. And if you're enjoying these What If reviews, make sure to share it with your friends. And follow the podcast for more in the coming weeks. And I'm going to make sure to get out a proper spoiler breakdown of episode seven after it comes out. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.